Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 157 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering the book of Judges in the week of May the 30th to June the 5th. Uh, and today uh, we're going to continue into chapters 6 and a bit of 7 of Judges, where we are introduced to Gideon. Now, as mentioned uh, in this uh, cycle that we are looking at uh, with the children of Israel, they have come to a point where they're under bondage from the land of Midian for about seven years. Um, and it's very difficult times, um, lots of persecution and suffering. Um, and, the, and in verse 6 it says, And Israel was greatly impoverished because of the Midianites, and the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. So you can see here the real depths that the, that the people get to when they um, start to call on the Lord. They're impoverished. And then the Lord responds to them by sending a prophet to speak to them uh, and to tell them that they will be delivered, uh, that they have been delivered before and that they, he, that they need to listen to him and obey his words. Now, we don't know who this prophet is, but then in verse 11, we see an angel appearing to Gideon. The Hebrew word used for angel here is malak, uh, which is a messenger uh, in the Bible, in fact. Uh, it is something which is interesting that that word is um, used more often than not in the Bible as messenger. Uh, and so, again, it's, this could be a heavenly angel uh, sent by the Lord, very possibly, uh, to Gideon. It may well be the prophet that was mentioned before. Uh, he could have been the messenger. It may be another individual, a person or a messenger, sent by the Lord to deliver this message. Um, but uh, the angel comes to uh, Gideon and says in verse 12, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valour. And um, what is interesting here is that Gideon recognises um, the angel uh, is or this messenger is sent by the Lord and speaks to him as if he is the Lord. So he is sending this message through uh, through him. Um, but what is interesting as well to me is that Gideon doesn't very, feel very much like a mighty man of valour. Um, in verse 13, um, Gideon replies, first of all, to say, O oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles, which our father told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. So notice here that Gideon has clearly been told the stories of the miracles of the Lord, of his forefathers coming out of Egypt. Um, but right now he's having a hard time believing that you know miracles can happen after years and years of persecution. Um and then the Lord says that he will be the one by his hand that the Lord will save the Midianites. And in verse 15, I love Gideon's humble response. He says, O oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. So he clearly feels that he is not, you know, the person that is the mighty man that can bring forth Israel from the Midianites. But Elder Dietrich Fuchdorf taught, quote, I learned in my life that we don't need to be more of anything to start to become the person God intended us to have become. God will take you as you are at this very moment and begin to work with you. All you need is a willing heart, a desire to believe and trust in the Lord. Gideon saw himself as a poor farmer, the least of his father's house, but God saw him as a mighty man of valour. 
Um, and also, President James E. Faust taught, quote, The Lord has a great work for each of us to do. You may wonder how this can be. You may feel that there is nothing special or superior about you or your ability. Perhaps you feel or have been told that you are stupid. Many of us have felt that, and some of us have been told that. Gideon felt this when the Lord asked him to save Israel from the Midianites. The Lord can do remarkable miracles with a person of ordinary ability who is humble, faithful, and diligent in serving the Lord and seeks seeks to improve himself. This is because God is the ultimate source of power. Many of you worry about your future. I think every conscientious young man does, but you do not realize the opportunities. What opportunities lie ahead of you? Close quote. And again, um, this was addressed to a priest priesthood gathering. This applies, of course, to all young men and young women, and well, in fact, all men and women, that there is great potential in every individual, for we are all children of God, uh, and we have the opportunity to be directed and guided by Him. Um, so Gideon um, lives with his father, and um, what seems to be the case here is that his father worships idols. There is an altar. Uh, and a grove where there are these these idols and these and these fake gods, um, and it came. It's it, it, it. The Lord tells him in verse twenty five, uh, "Take thy father's young bullock, even the second bullock of seven years old, and throw it throw down the altar of Baal that thy father have, and cut down the grove that is by it." So basically, the Lord tells him to remove the false idols um, that is in his household. So Gideon took ten of his servants. It's uh, so it seems that even though they are um, not the richest of individuals, they still have some uh, help and support in the, in the land to uh, cultivate it. And uh, he takes them and does so. Uh, it is then found out uh, by the men of the city that it has happened and they believe that um, Gideon has done this. And his father, Joash, um, who is, you know, who worships these these idols, gives an interesting but quite <laughs> quite a funny response and says, um, will ye plead for Baal? Will ye save him? He that plead for him, let him put, be put to death whilst it is yet morning. If he be a god, let him plead for himself, because one has cast down his altar. In other words, saying, well, what are you doing, like trying to injure or um, punish my son because of what he's done to the altar of this this god that is that you worship? Let that god it himself do something if it's going to be a problem. Um, and so we don't quite... Um, sense how much of the idols um, his father believes are gods but um, certainly uh, he is wanting to try and protect his son here which I think is a wonderful uh, example uh, of of, um, Gideon's father uh, in this instance anyway. So we move over to Judges chapter 7 and then we have this story uh, this experience where this army that Gideon raises up uh, from the children of Israel to to do battle with the Midianites is too large and the reason is because in verse 2 of Judges chapter 7, it says, And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel vaunt themselves over me, saying, Mine own hand have saved me. Now this is an example where the Lord does things uh, in a such a way that the miracles happen because that is what will help us to build our faith further and to recognize his hand in our lives. So many times in our lives, things may happen and we may not even recognize it as a blessing or a miracle from God because we have done something to help make it happen. And we need to be very careful with that, that we don't take all things for granted or 
presume that it is by our hands that these things have been able to happen, that the Lord's hand is in many things. Uh, President Russell M. Nelson taught, quote, The Lord has often instructed, chosen to instruct his people in their times of trial. Scriptures show that some of his lasting lessons have been taught with examples terrible as war, commonplace as childbearing, or obvious as hazards of deep water. His teachings are frequently based on common understanding, but with uncommon results. Indeed, one might say that to teach his people, the Lord employs the unlikely. Uh, warfare, for example, has been known since time began. Even in that ugly circumstance, the Lord has helped those obedient to his counsel. Going into battle, all would assume the obvious advantage of outnumbering an enemy. But when God's disciple Gideon was leading the army of Midianites, the Lord said unto Gideon, The people that are with thee are too many, lest Israel vaunt themselves. Close quote. So we need to recognise how the Lord can bless us in our times of trial and difficulty. And it's through those trials of times of trial and difficulty that we find and recognise the Lord's hand in our lives. And tomorrow we'll continue with this story and see how the Lord reduces this number down um, to a very small amount. And we'll talk about how small an amount that is um, and then the miracle that takes place. Thank you so much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please do continue to follow the podcast uh, on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And until we meet again.